Getting hitched? There's a podcast for that, and you're listening to it. The Save the Date Wedding Podcast, the number one podcast about all things wedding-y. Episode 116 is what you're listening to. Welcome, I'm Alicia, and today I have a very special co-host. I have to say that because I'm married to him. He's looking around the room. Welcome, Richard. Thank you, thank you. Am, am, Am I here for the whole episode? Yeah. You didn't tell me that before. Well, that's how I get you in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. He, Richard is the, uh, and I never call you Richard, by the way, it's Rich. Um, you're the reluctant podcast guest host, which is, I think, quite funny. Yeah, good. Oh, so mean. <laughs> <laughs> your resting bitch face is looking... <laughs> you know why you're here? No. Oh, well, well... You said, but then you didn't provide any evidence for it, so I don't know. Well, I'm not a liar. Maybe, oh. you know, okay, so I was on Periscope recently, and we're actually going to hear from this person because she left us a wonderful voicemail. Her oh. name is Alicia, and I was talking on the Periscope, and she said, when is your husband coming back on the show? He's hilarious. Yeah, so one out of all your <laughs> listeners, all the others are thinking, hmm. Don't hey, bring him on. Don't bring yourself down, leave mate. Him out. Don't bring yourself down. Look, I think it's nice to hear that you exist. I do exist. I am genuinely married. I have a husband, and yep. here he is. And it's good that you're coming on to help me out with this Q and A Thursday on Monday. I do a themed episode. This is just a recap in case you're new. If you're not new, just switch off for a second. But I know all of this. Yeah, of course you do, because yeah. uh, you get to hear me all the time. But Monday's a themed episode. Thursday is a day that I answer your wedding questions. So I've got Richard Ricardo, King Richard, in to help me answer the questions. So I thought I'd start with a little bit of feedback because we love a bit of feedback. Here's some uh, messages from the Twitter, mm-hmm. the Twitter sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, at Own Your Wedding tweeted me and said, Glad you stopped bleeping the swears. Nearly had a heart attack listening to an old episode driving to work this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah because you you used to bleep them didn't you yeah which was a mistake like it's really one it was of those a shit idea <laughs> hey yeah hey. you know it hey. you know it the thing is I just feel like bride chillers we're all adults we can deal with the swears yeah so I apologise if you do go back and listen I think it's like the first ten episodes until a lovely listener wrote to me and said oh for fuck's sake stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, that's I, I appreciate that, and I do apologise for temporarily. You apologise for not swearing. Well, I apologise for the beeps because I could go back and perhaps re-edit those episodes. Maybe I'll do that. You could. You could mix the swears back in. Hmm. I've got such a yeah. Well, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah we'll okay. Do that next week. Yeah, we'll do that next week. So I'll uh, yeah get into it. Victoria Medley, she's a Victorian esque. She said uh, at Save the Date PC, I made my fiance listen to. Uh, the last episode four times. He assumes you'll be receiving an invitation to our wedding. Four Hashtag times. virtual bridesmaid. <laughs> We're still waiting for that invitation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we are available as a couple. If you need extra seat fillers, even though this is sort of against what I'm trying, the message that I'm Are we going to be out. Kramer seat fillers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that Seinfeld reference. We are. Yeah. If you would like a really good looking Australian couple to attend your wedding, we are available. We know some people. <laughs> Oh, so this is why we bring him back. Um, Julie Coleman said to me, love, love, love the latest budget episode. She wrote to me via Facebook, by the way. Oh, yeah, good. She says, I feel free to share this tip with other bride chillers. Ruffled uh, blog. It's ruffledblog.com. Ruffled blog. 
Yeah, it's a great wedding website. She says um, they have a fabulous online flea market for weddings. And it's actually, I'm going to put the, um, I'll put this link up in today's show notes, but it, it's ruffledblog.com slash recycle your wedding. Just Google it, basically. It's much easier. But it's basically where you can put up secondhand items to uh, get rid of after your wedding and grab a purchase, a really cheap purchase. And we did do that a few times. Do you remember that? Yeah. We yeah. well I sold remember I sold Oh you sold stuff, yeah. Tablecloths. Yeah, yeah tablecloths and do we do we sell the bottles? Bottles. Yeah, we did those little cocktail Oh yeah. We had little things. um baby yeah. milk vintage milk bottles, milk yeah, bottles yeah. which we put online. We sold the straws as well. <laughs> <laughs> now that's tight ass. If we went around and said, Everyone with your paper straws, we're gonna run them through the dishwasher and sell them later when we uh, that my dad would say, That's tight as a fish's ass. Yeah. Watertight. Yeah, watertight. It's where we come from, the McCormacks. But, you know, there are heaps of options if you're looking for second-hand items. It doesn't mean you have to be buying second-hand um, – well, I think second-hand dresses are an excellent idea. But it doesn't mean you're cheap. It just means you're being really useful and – Passing on the love. Exactly. And I remember we bought the big catering um, tablecloths because our caterer – I did the maths. I got a bit – I really got a bit spreadsheet crazy. Do you remember the to hire the – tablecloths was going to be like i don't know 150 dollars mm. and then i went on ebay or a caterer's a wholesaler and i found that we could buy all the tablecloths for like 60 dollars right. and i'm like you know fuck this i'm not gonna not yeah i'm not gonna pay you to hire them yeah when we can buy them and the beautiful thing about catering tablecloths is it's made out of this industrial amazing I don't know, they should be building planes out of this shit because, like, you could spill... Developed by NASA. Yeah, it's like NASA tablecloths. So you could spill shit all over it. And then we got home. This is, like, in the days after our wedding, before we got on the honeymoon. And I ran them all through the... (laughs) This is saying something. I ran it all through the washing machine. And then they were also the sort of tablecloths that you didn't need ironing. They're amazing. Yeah, and then I just sold them. And we made a profit on the tablecloths. You make a profit. Yeah, mate. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Oh, dear. So, Julie Coleman, thank you so much. I highly recommend ruffledblog.com, Recycle Your Wedding. Go along and uh, check it out. Because actually, even looking today, hear me clicking as we're talking, there are some pretty good bargains on that website. Look, I'm, I'm flicking through now. Lots of things to see. Yeah, there you go. Get off my screen. Okay. Should we head to the first question, my husband? Uh, I don't really have a choice, do I? No, you don't. Um, this one is from Hillary. Hillary Clinton? Mm, I don't think so. No. She wouldn't use a real name anyway. No. I mean, yeah, probably not. Yeah. I got engaged about three months ago, and I've been listening to your podcast ever since. Nice. Good. I started by jumping around episodes, but now I've listened to pretty much all of them. Mm-hmm. So she would have heard when you were last on, which is nice. Yeah. I just got to episode 31 and have to say, hearing your suggestions to declone your wedding gave me a twinge of jealousy. Oh. <laughs> Before you even mentioned it, my partner and I had decided to do a book basket with our favourite books. Rather than a traditional honeymoon, we have decided to do a year-long round-the-world trip. So to help us get... Yeah, it's amazing. Help us get rid of a few things and to make gifts to our 60 guests meaningful, we're giving them books from our shelves. Trust me, we have tons. She's written that. (laughs) I love you. 
after I got Did over you do some microphone yeah. technique there, yeah. I just nice. I want you to know yeah. this is what a quality broadcaster I am. I'm yeah. sorry, Hillary, we are getting back to your story in a second. Hmm. I led back to <laughs> Because in my broadcasting, in my year of producing this, I not only have got rid of the swears, I've realised that if you lean away from the mic, tah. You've got rid of the swears. Well, not got rid of the beeping of the swears. Yes, yeah, yeah. That sorry, if yeah. you lean away from the mic, it doesn't deafen your listeners. Yes, okay, good, good. She continues, after I got over the initial shock that someone else could possibly have had the same brilliant idea <laughs> as me, of course you would, I was overjoyed that someone else thought this was a good, good. idea. Yes, good. Yes. Our trip will be quite pricey, so we're saving big time on the wedding. I'd love to hear a podcast about micro-budgets under $6,000 USDs, uh, under $6,000 weddings. Mm-hmm. So that's a great... I love when people suggest this stuff to me. I'm adding that to the list. Yep, great. I also wanted to hear your thoughts on involved grooms. Do you see why I've got you here now? Oh, I see. I yeah. see what you've done. It's the jigsaw puzzle is coming together. My partner is very involved in the planning process. He loves crafts, planning, offbeat expos, and meeting with vendors. He's caught a little flack for this, and I find vendors talking directly to me, the bride, when they really should be selling him on their services as he's the one, he's the more discerning buyer. Interesting. His involvement and our partnership... That sounded weird. (laughs) His involvement, I'm so sorry, and our partnership, I would normally edit that, but just for yeah. comedy purposes, Fuck we'll it. keep it in. Fuck it. There we go. See, we're, we're, this is where we, this is the reality. His involvement and our planning partnership is one of the most important things and the thing I love most about him. How do we make this clear to family, friends, and other people we're working with? Sorry, this is so long. Thank you for your time and your podcast. I know you work hard to put this together and I truly appreciate it. Cheers, Hillary. Oh, that's very nice. Haven't I got the most amazing listeners? You really do. I, I am uh, constantly, well, not surprised, but, you know, it, it's always lovely when the when the emails come in. When, you know, like a year ago when I started this, mm. I think both of us are surprised that I have developed such a wonderful community and have yeah. these people come on and share this stuff with me yeah. and us. Yeah, no, it's great. It is us because I do read the emails out to you a lot. You do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Okay, Hillary, I think this is a great question because part of the message that I like to bring is that, of course, planning a wedding, whether you're marrying a boy or a girl, doesn't really matter. Mm. Whoever the person is, whatever gender, sex, whatever is, that they should be involved. And- I, I think so. I, I always found it strange when uh, I would talk to friends or whatever about the wedding and what they were doing, and they'd sort of go, oh, I don't really know. Mm. Oh, I'm not really that bothered. It worries me because I know when I think about about our wedding planning, it was an absolute duo situation. You were just as involved as I was in it. Hmm. What is it about that when you, we first got engaged and we first started, what was it that made you want to jump in and do it just as much as me? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to, you know, be be a part of it because, you know, that's what it's all about. It's about being a team and a mm. couple and not just, uh, you know, sort of palming it off so one person does everything. I mean, that's just a bit, I know, it's a bit boring. Do you think, because I, and I've said this before, I didn't really have, I didn't ever have this sort of image of a wedding. I'm not a Disney princess. I didn't have anything in my mind about really what I wanted. I knew it wanted, I wanted it before 
we started talking about weddings, my idea of a really great wedding was just a really inclusive, fun party with great dancing. Yeah. Do you think because I didn't come into it like some women do with this, this has to be my dream day. Not that any of my listeners are like that, by the way. (laughs) They're outside people. Exactly. We we embrace the bride chiller. But because some people come in with this idea that it has to be a certain way, it completely blocks out that other person and their ideas. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And and certainly, you know, it's it's easier. If someone's very strident in their views, you just sort of go, oh, well, you have your thing and whatever. Don't ruin my dreams! Don't ruin my dreams! Don't ruin my dreams! Um, but yeah, no, we, we were quite, uh, you know, it was just a team. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I've done re- recent episodes about being a team financially, and I've mm. talked about how we came into this relationship together and we have my classy credit card debt that we yep. had to deal with. Yeah. Which you really helped me out with that, both emotionally and financially <laughs> yeah. we work together and you, you didn't pay off my debt i don't want you to get the wrong impression but you came in and went we've got to budget the shit out of this yeah let's just get rid of this so do you think because we came into the relationship in a quite an open way and saying all right we'll put it out on the table and we have been very honest from the get-go mm. that perhaps that also put us on an even playing field with what we wanted out of a wedding day i would say so yeah and uh i don't know i i, I guess i just didn't want you know, I, I wanted to have a say in what the day was going to be because you know, it's my day as well. Yeah. I, I was going to be there. My friends yep. and family were going to be there. And I didn't want to be in the position of saying, oh, this really wasn't me. I didn't do any of this. I didn't organize any of that. Mm. You know, I, I actually want to be able to say, no, this is something I had some input on. It means something to me. You know, so I want to be involved. So it's nice to hear with Hillary saying about her partner being equally yeah. as into it. I think yeah. that's a bloody great. Yeah. And I wish that there were more gentlemen who had that sort of ethos when it came to comes to planning a wedding. So looking at the vendors and going to wedding exhibitions and stuff, I mean, this has to be a change, a change in their tact as well. If they're just talking to her all the time, I mean, I think it's sort of bad business. It possibly is bad business, but I can certainly see how, in their experience. I would imagine eighty, ninety percent of their clientele, it's the woman who is making the decisions. making the decisions and doing whatever. So I think just that's just what they've learnt to deal with. Mm. Um, I think. Do you, do you think him? I think maybe him making calls and him doing uh, like initiating stuff. It might actually be a good way to get that if you're dealing with a specific vendor, and it sounds like they've got some extra planning to do with their wedding anyway but the idea that they he he initiates things maybe that then sets it up by saying that he's involved and he's a part of it as well yeah yeah and i would hope that a good vendor would cotton on pretty quickly that uh you know he's actually involved in doing things and making decisions and and can say yes to this or no to that Mm. um because I just think it's, you know, it, it's such a big team effort. And also, I get so many emails from people saying, how do I get my partner more involved? And I sort of feel sad because it's like, well, you want to have you want to have someone ready and keen from the, the get-go because it's sort of like, you know, what the whole thing's about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think if you're listening and you want your partner to be more involved, then I think you maybe need to have a discussion about, what's important to them and i've said this before that it is this idea of you're coming in with just all your ideas and it's all you from the beginning it can be hard for someone to step in and go well actually 
I would like this to be something quite different. Yep. Yep. You've been to, you've had lots of friends. I mean, we've been to lots of your friends and they're now our friends, but people that I haven't been connected with previous to, you know what I mean? Yes. We all understand what that means. Yep. But we've been to weddings where it's been a completely one side of it. You can just tell that the bride's organised everything. Yes, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it, it just sort of has that, it has that colour to it. Mm. That sort of uh, feeling of, you know, the one of the, pe- the pe- people getting married is just sort of sitting there, not quite going through the motions, but they clearly aren't as involved. A guest at their own event. They're a guest at their own event. Put that on a T-shirt. Yeah. I can actually do that now. You have the power. <laughs> I have the power to make my own T-shirts, but you don't want to be a guest at your own wedding. No. No, that, that'd that be a bit a bit sad. It's sad, and also to go, what's coming up next? I mean, you should fucking know this shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Hillary, I, I think what you're doing and the message you're giving is fantastic. Also, we're big travellers. We, we really work to travel, you and I. Yeah. And I think that's amazing that you are, instead of having... Oh, a year around the world is incredible. I think that's like my dream. I would even say, knock that budget down a do grand a year or and two a half. more. Yeah. Well, not necessarily do a year and a half, but... <laughs> just move. Just, just yeah, be a world I mean, traveller. That's, that's great. And also the, the perspective that you're bringing, Hillary, is the fact that you're saying, we would rather have this amazing experience that lasts a whole, a whole year, year. rather than six, six hours. Six hours. Yeah. Think about that every time um, that you are going through the motions of, of spending big amounts of money. Thousand everyone... bucks an hour. Wow, look at you, maths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> but the idea is that, you know, you are... It's, yeah, big maths for me. Big maths. <laughs> Anyone that knows me knows I'm not... Maths is not my forte. Talking is. <laughs> but the idea that you would you would make that sort of um, decision to do that, I, I think it's admirable and I really would hope that other people listen and sort of are inspired to do that and maybe just go and have those experiences. Because travel, for us, all our stories at dinner parties are our travel stories. And that time we lived in St Kilda. Well, okay. So, Rich and I, just quite, <laughs> just tell you quickly, just to get to know us a little bit more. When Rich and I first moved in together, we lived in an apartment, which I'd, I had moved into on my own. And I had chosen the apartment because I thought it was a great location. And I visited the apartment for the first time on a Monday in the daytime. So I didn't see it at night. Little did I know it was adjacent to the biggest prostitution street in Melbourne, and uh, which is fine. Hey, I support working girls. Yeah. We're not getting into the morality of prostitution on this wedding Maybe podcast. Maybe some are listening. I, if you are, good luck to you. Write in. <laughs> Send us an email. Send us an email. So... Living in this apartment, eventually Rich and I moved in together and we saw things and experienced things in this neighbourhood that two kids from Hobart, Tasmania... You can't even see this stuff on the internet. Like, yeah. We saw people having sex up against our car. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't sexy sex. Like, I imagine no, going, oh, seeing someone having sex, that could be naughty. No. It was grim. Yeah, it was grim. Yeah, that's a. Uh, she was. She had her hands pressed up against the bonnet of our nineteen eighty six seven seven February eighty seven. Thank you, Honda Civic, and he was boning her up against the car. Oh, barely. Oh, it was sad. It was the saddest thing I've ever seen, and we bleached the fuck out of that car in this day. <laughs> anyway, besides the St Kilda stories. Uh, All of our stories, stories of travel. travel. <laughs> 
And I think travel is the biggest investment behind anything that you will make in your life. So, Hilary, I congratulate you. And I thank you so much for listening to the show and being a committed uh, listener and writing in. And uh, we salute you. Is that my question? Can I go now? No, oh. we're carrying on. You'll stay. But How many questions are there? There are more coming after this very short break. Okay. Oh, is this where you do your thing about support the show? Please yeah. support the show. Yes, oh, yes. Nice. Can, I, can I just say on, you know, because you maybe can't say this because you're the host and whatever. Right. <laughs> as the husband, you're the wife. That's uh, true. Yes. She gets so much joy, she being... My wife, Alicia. I'm talking to the listeners now. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm addressing the listeners. She gets so much joy and pleasure from your emails and feedback. It is such a delight when they come in and your little face lights up and you go, oh, check this email from a reader. I really do. Um, And didn't a a donation come in this morning from someone? Yes. Let me just check her. Natalie. There was a lovely message. Macento wrote to me. uh, And so when you hear this, we're recording this a few weeks out, um, I will say. So thank you, Natalie. I have sent you a personal message. I try and write back to everyone, whether you're giving me money or not. I always yes, try yeah, yeah. And, and write back because you have taken the time to give me beautiful uh, stories and content for my podcast and I feel like that's just the least I can do. But Natalie said to me, um, <laughs> I owe you loads of drinks for all the help and support you've provided over the last <laughs> few right. months yeah. <laughs> of my wedding planning. I wish we could go for cocktails, but I wouldn't want you to think I'm a weirdo stalker. Oh, my gosh. I, not at all. Not at all. So I hope this donation helps towards your cocktail fund. Keep those podcasts coming. Love, Natalie. And that was just... When I read that to you, I, I, honestly, it's just amazing. No, it's uh, really nice. And, you know, Alicia puts in a lot of time, <laughs> a lot of effort. She works really hard at this. Oh, thanks. And it's just nice when people uh, say nice things and give back and support the show. And isn't it nice, like, whenever um, my email pings me and says that someone has bought a Bride Chiller T-shirt. Yeah, you, you give out a little squeal. <laughs> because it's like... It's my thing, and yeah. I think that people believe in it, and they want to be a part of it. And to me, that's probably you know all the think of all the stand up shows I've written and the book and all the stuff I've done while we're in our relationship. Mm. To yeah. me, this has been the one. <laughs> all the all the things. <laughs> but this has been the one that's really um, I feel so connected with because I feel like I'm actually helping and making a difference to some people's lives. And some people just will have a laugh on the train in the morning and that's also making a difference if I yeah, can yeah. be entertaining. Well, let's let's not run the ad. Let's just say if you can support the show, give a donation. If you, can, if you can't give a donation, you can buy something. There's a t- like T-shirts and totes. If you can't do that, that's fine. You can help by telling other people about the show. Yes. Leaving a review on iTunes yes. or the other ones, fine. We like the other ones we too. We like the other ones. But iTunes has more... iTunes has a... Well, more people listen, I think, through iTunes. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's also um, probably the easiest to find. I always like to say there's, you know, there's hundreds of different ways that you can find podcasts. And I'm always interested whenever um, people write to me, I like to ask if they could include where they listen and how they found me. Because mm. that really helps us, doesn't it? I'd also like every person that writes in to say, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Don't, because they will. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. For, that was you, uh, you reluctant po- podcast Shall host. Shall we go on with the show? Yes. Good. I was going to say, thank you, reluctant podcast Fine. host. That was 
bloody terrific. Um, shall I play you? I've been really uh, keen getting people to send me voice messages. Yes. And I've received one. Yep, good. So I would You've like... You've received a few. Yeah. <laughs> Not just one. <laughs> this is correct, but this one I've received today. Do I have to put the headphones on? Yes, you're going to be listening to this, so yep. I will play you this now. Hey, Alicia. Alicia here, a.k.a. The Writing Baker from Periscope. I wanted to give you an update on my wedding planning. My fiancé and I got engaged in May, and I started listening to your podcast shortly after. I sent you an email months back letting you know a little bit about our family situation. I have a good relationship with my fiancé's family, but my fiancé has a, um, quite a, quite a lack of a relationship with my family. And I guess the stress has gotten to us over the past few months. We had some guest list disagreements, uh, with my family and the stress just got to be too much. So what we were planning as a big blowout wedding for almost 200 guests is now looking like, um, an eight to 12 person intimate wedding. We even reserved the venue, um, paid $500 US dollars. And, um, but that's not letting us, uh, that's not stopping us from, from abandoning ship, so to speak, and planning something different. I, I didn't want it to make it seem like we're disappointed about changing our minds to do a small intimate wedding. The more and more we think about it, the more we love the idea. Uh, because I don't have, or because my fiance doesn't have a very good relationship with my family, we're thinking about turning it into like a family getaway where, uh, my fiance and I and our close family gets away for the weekend and really bonds and gets to know each other. And then in between the bonding, we get married. Um, and then we save money. We love to travel. So, the idea is that we save money on our nuptials and we spend more when we go on our honeymoon and we hope to buy a house when we come back and enter reality. So it's opening doors for us and it's opening our eyes as to what our values are um, in terms of what we want to spend our money on. So we're excited and we can't wait to see how this turns out. We've got a year and a half of planning left. So lots of time ahead. So I'm looking forward to listening, continuing to listen to your podcast with a new light on what our wedding may look like. Um, I'm running out of time. Love you, Alicia. Can't wait to keep listening. Bye. So I suppose uh, Alicia didn't really have a question. She's more just making a bit of a statement. But I thought that was a really good statement to be giving, to be sharing today. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, quite interesting to go from a... 200, 200 person wedding to Shit. an intimate affair. Yeah, that's a extreme. Yeah, yeah. But and I like it. I, do you know 200 people? <laughs> I'm staring off vaguely into I the know. distance. You, I, you went into your special No, place. I, I do, but I wouldn't even consider inviting that many people. Can you think when we first started wedding planning, what our initial list was i think it would have been around maybe 80 yeah and we cut it down to 56 yeah and even yeah. now i think we could have cut it down to 40 really yeah it's brutal but yeah i haven't even thought about it so i don't know well i do do think a lot yeah, of things that's true. about wedding and that's so true. and i've actually um i've been facebooking recently and said look there's a couple of um there's a couple of you out there that i wouldn't have invited <laughs> to my wedding is that what you're saying god <laughs> no it's brutal <laughs> 
What I was going to say was... What were you going to say? Uh, yeah, a few days ago, there was a great HuffPost weddings article about sort of brides doing it for themselves and couples that have really created these very... Um, I don't know. I, I hate using the word unique because it's not a real... Yeah, we're all unique. We're all unique, yep. perfect butterflies or whatever. Yeah. But the idea that they've taken it in their own stride, and I think we did that. But hmm. I said in one of my Facebook posts, I'm trying to convince you to do an annual renewing of the vows so we could really crank through a couple of these cool ideas so we could get married every year. What do you feel about that? You're trying to convince me yeah, it'd be really that nice. every year... <laughs> We renew our vows. Yeah, and then we can try out all these cool ideas. Because I feel like it's a tease that now I am doing the wedding podcast and my whole world is looking about weddings. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It'd be good to just really... Like Heidi Klum does the Halloween party where she dresses in crazy Halloween shit every year and everyone's like, what's Heidi going to wear this year? Her broken up. Yeah, but she still does it Okay, on her own. And I was thinking we could do... You know, like I've said to you before, we just get married every year and we can, <laughs> you know... Just go through and say this year, because I saw this great post where a girl was wearing a denim shirt and a big sort of tulle skirt. And I was like, right. oh, I'd love to do that. I'd wear a denim you shirt. Would, yeah. yeah. And just have some big hair and some great earrings and, you know, go bugger that. We're not going to wear a wedding dress. We're going to wear whatever you want. So that's what, in our next annual wedding, that's probably what I'd try and wear. Uh, I'm, I'm in. <gasps> oh my God. If someone wants to sponsor Alicia and Richard's <laughs> annual wedding. And we can just take this is a business plan of all. Maybe our what four, fourth wedding anniversary. Yeah. So next year, what do you get for four? Is it like uh, paper, paper, tin? internet? I don't know. Internet, <laughs> Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck the leather paper. You get I got Wi-Fi. You Wi-Fi. Oh, thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah, I've got yeah. it anyway. But yeah, fine. we're celebrating our Wi-Fi anniversary. Um, if someone wants to sponsor Alicia, it's like a Alicia Palooza. <laughs> um, we'll work on that. Alicia Rich Lapalooza, and we could do that. Anyway, look, I massively digressed, but um, I think it's wonderful that Alicia has seen the light in the sense that she and her partner have gone, you know what, a big event, a 200-person event does not represent what we want to do. Yeah, and and I think it's actually a pretty, uh, you know, it's quite sad that her fiancé doesn't get along well with her family, and that's... Well, they haven't found the connection. They yet. haven't found that connection, but I think uh, you know, doing something to try and uh, work on that, mm. I think, is a really nice idea. I also think listening to that, it might be nice to do that before the wedding as well. If you can organise, oh, yeah. yeah. you know, you, like she well, said, it's a year down the track or a year yeah, and a half. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to force people because also there's an understanding that not everyone gets along or finds it. I mean, we thought our dads would be best friends. Yeah, we did. We were certain. Yeah. They would meet and go, oh, mate, go on, oh, mate. you're the best. Oh, no, you're the best. No. I love you, mate. And be bros and do like bro hugs and no, high five. They're not bros at all. They're not, not like each other. They just have no interest in they each other. They have zero interest in each other. Which was, I would have put money on the fact that they had so much in common. Yeah. But they're so in their own weird dad worlds mm. that I don't think they need any more friends. Yeah. So. The other thing I'd say about the weekend away is I think what I really enjoyed about our wedding was that because we uh so we hired a venue that about 16 of our friends stayed with us on the friday and saturday night yeah it was magic so we had a very nice weekend away with a dozen or more of our close friends that it became not just a wedding but also a fun event that we often reflect upon and remember about and all those sorts of things yeah so i think taking a small group of people away somewhere for 
a weekend is actually a really lovely idea. And it was so nice that we bought or brought whichever the grammatically correct... What's the context? To bring... To brought is to bring. Correct. (laughs) We brought... (laughs) This is welcome to my world. Uh, We brought together. Yes. Worlds collide. We brought together people from all aspects of our life that maybe hadn't necessarily been friends in the same friendship group. Yeah. But to see them all come together and connect and have a laugh and share a drink and have that time. They now had each other. Oh, yeah. They would never talk. At the time, it was fine. It was 12 hours of goodness. But it was also this idea that they didn't just meet each other for half an hour on the day and they have a drink and then they never see each other again. I feel like they had genuinely have friendship and and they're connected. And I know in the future, when we redo this... When we have our next denim chul (laughs) marriage party... It's all coming together for me, It's folks. all coming together, yeah. When we bring them together, because we do intend to have another weekend like this where we try and bring the original crew together and not to recreate anything, because I think that's no. unhealthy. No, yeah. And, you know, that was the good times, and this will be another good times, but we're not trying to be Heidi and Seal. We've had other separate work. good times with similar crews. We have. Yeah. And I think that was a magical thing. And to be honest... Um, it was great having all our extended family at the wedding as well. But if it was just those 16 people there, great. plus the parents as well, perhaps, yeah. um, you know, because they love each other so much, uh, <laughs> that that would be, to me, it makes my heart flip. And I always say to you, one day when uh, we have millions of trillions of dollars, <laughs> what I would spend the money on if someone gave me a check for a million bucks would be to bring all those people back yeah. together and fly them to a bloody tropical island somewhere. So to me, that's what what true or wealth. Kings Lynn. Again, another story for another time. Yep. Rich and I went on a very <laughs> ro- non-romantic Kings place <laughs> to a place called Kings Lynn in uh, in the UK. We went to see an art exhibition, which was great, which was fantastic. But but the closest place to this art exhibition was a, a town called Kings Lynn. And if you are listening in Kings Lynn, I find that highly unlikely. Right in. I'd like send to us a message. You. We actually we had such caller. low expectation. There it is again. We had so much low expectations for this weekend that Kingsland actually impressed yes, us. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's why I remember it so much. I set the bar so low <laughs> that it was actually a pleasant experience yeah. because it was better than I expected. We did eat Nando's as the main. We meal won't go for back. that weekend. We w- probably don't need to go back. Yeah. Look. Um, anyway, thanks to Alicia for writing in. Yeah, and that was a lovely in. speaking in. Sorry, because that was a lovely uh, message. And I'm so happy that she has found they have found that that compromise. And also, I absolutely wish you well in getting to that relationship happening. But also, don't force it and don't feel it has to happen. You know, I, I think you can't make these things work. They will happen naturally. Yeah, and it might take some time. Yeah, new families, new traditions coming together. Don't feel stressed about it. And also, I think that you remove the stress of 200 extra bodies. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a mm. great relief. Keep listening and let us know how it all goes. Oh, my God. Can you come every week? No. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if you want Rich to come on board a oh, bit more often. no. If you would like Rich just to appear a bit more often, because this all comes from Alicia, who we just heard yeah. on Periscope. Like I said, at the beginning of the episode, she said, I like Richard. Can he come on more often? I still haven't seen that evidence. I'll bring it to you in a minute. But the important thing is, if you do feel that he brings something to it, we're going to need your support. I'm going to need 
someone to back it up. I'm going to need you all to just not write in on, on, <laughs> on this one. Just keep it quiet. All right. Listen, thank you so much, husband. Thank you. Now we'll go and move on with our lives. I think we've got some cake, don't we? I love you. <laughs> and I love you, my listeners. And thank you so much for listening. If you have a question, visit savethedatepodcast.com. And that is also where you can leave a voice message. Simply uh, head to the contact page and click the record message. Why are you looking at me like that? No, I'm not. He was giving me some frowning no. eyes. I thought maybe I'd said something no. web person incorrectly. The other thing to do is if you have a longer message you'd like to leave, simply record two messages Yes, or three or four. Because at the moment... Because you run your own podcast. You can stitch them together. I can absolutely stitch them together. And at the moment, the stupid recording thing is only letting us do one minute, one and a half minutes. 90 seconds, yeah. 90 seconds is the correct term. So if you have a longer message, just say part one, part two. I can edit. That's the beautiful thing. Go on for hours. It'll all get into the show. Yeah, I'm not going to promise that. But if you do have a longer... (laughs) No, you've heard it here first. definitely going in the show listen first time listener first time get out uh but do leave me a voice message it's really lovely to hear your voice and also um have that sort of connection this has been a long episode but i've really enjoyed it it has been a long episode (laughs) what a surprise thank you so much for listening and as we always end happy days happy days save the date wedding podcast don't plan your wedding without it